Well, it is time now for a look through the main stories, making the headlines in the papers with Diptika Laurent. She's here in studio for that. Deepti, firstly, the French Prime Minister has been announcing the major ministers that are going to be making up the new government with one big surprise. What's that? Yeah, the big surprise is indeed the appointment of Rashida Dati to the Ministry of Culture. Uh, she's currently mayor of Paris' 7th arrondissement, but she's also notably from the right-wing, uh, from the right-wing Les Républicains Party. She's been, uh, she was even a former minister under, uh, uh, she was even a minister under former President Nicolas Sarkozy. Uh, she, her nomination is quite a surprise for many reasons, uh, mainly because also she's been a vocal critic of Emmanuel Macron's party in the past. Um, uh, Le Parisien reminds us uh, in, in its front page um, that in 2021 she called his party a union of traitors from the left and from the right. Nonetheless, she's on the front page of Le Parisien. They call her nomination a surprise. Certainly did take everyone by surprise. Libération also evoking uh, that similar surprise, uh, but also notes that her connection to Nicolas Sarkozy, a, a very strong figure of the French right, um, means uh, also means a sort of a, a seals uh, Emmanuel Macron's party's shift to the right with this government. Uh, she's uh, just one of uh, now several uh, members of his government or ministers of his government who have come from France's right-wing party. And Deepti, for Le Monde, this nomination, it may not even be about the culture ministry itself, but rather about her underlying municipal ambitions. Tell us about that. Well, Rashida Dati, as I said, is mayor of the 7th uh, arrondissement in Paris, uh, the 7th district. Uh, she also notably ran and lost against Anne Hidalgo in 2020 municipal elections. Dati has never made a secret of her ambitions to one day be Paris mayor. And uh, in a way, becoming the culture ministry, uh, culture minister could help, uh, could serve as sort of a trampoline for her mayoral ambitions. Um, and this is something that Le Monde is looking at. Firstly, the cultural culture ministry gives her a, a really nice, um, um, will center her work on the French capital. The culture ministry, for instance, is taking care of uh, the renovations of Notre Dame, which should finish this year. Uh, so uh, uh, that will sort of put her in the spotlight. But also, according to Le Monde, she may have uh, wanted guarantees from Emmanuel Macron that she, if she accepts the culture portfolio, then she can run unopposed as a candidate for uh, the right-wing and uh, right-wing party and Emmanuel Macron's party um, in those mayoral elections in 2026. So that might have been the trade-off in exchange for her accepting this portfolio. Taking us to Taiwan next, Deep Tea. Millions of voters there are heading to the polls on Saturday for elections in which the a specter of Chinese influence. It really is looming large, isn't it? It, it is looming large, but it is also something that has been a really a, a sort of obsessive focus of the foreign press's coverage of the Taiwan elections, the lead up to the Taiwan elections. And that's exactly what this writer from Foreign Policy uh, magazine says. Uh, Paul Huang has a re research fellow with the Taiwan Public Opinion Foundation. And in this article, he says uh, uh, it might be a big uh, concern for the foreign uh, press and foreign community, international community, but for uh, Taiwanese voters, they really care more about domestic issues and governance. Uh, 
um, scandals of infidelity and academic misconduct have plagued the DPP party, that's the uh, ruling party, uh, and it has also greatly battered their image, something that the uh, KMT, the pro-China party, might look to capitalize on. Ultimately, though, the next president, whoever it will be, Paul Huang says, will have to face the same challenges as the current president, Tsai, uh, improving the economy, improving the salaries of young people, reforming the military, boosting the defense, notably with the threat of um, that of China's um, possible one day maybe uh, invasion, and also trying to strike a balance uh, between peace in the region and not compromising the sovereignty of uh, Taiwan. Taipei Times also uh, focusing on the elections, of course, on its front page with this picture here. Uh, it says in any case in its editorial that uh, it warns against young voters voting for the TPP candidate, Chairman Ko. He's a brash figure who sort of presented himself as the alternative to the two major candidates, uh, but he also does advocate some ideas that would see Taiwan uh, getting closer to China. Uh, the paper reminding us of the sacrifices in blood made by the DPP party to ensure uh, Taiwanese independence in the past, um, and also notes, for instance, that some of Taiwan's thriving tech um, industries, like the technology industry, simply wouldn't be possible if it, was a, if it were a part of China today. Next, Science Journal is reporting that it's identified the ruins of human civilization that existed in the Amazon two and a half thousand years ago. Yeah, it's a really interesting story. Unfortunately, the pictures don't really tell a, a, a lot, but it is really fascinating. Uh, they Basically, scientists, uh, researchers discovered dense networks of interconnected cities that were buried under forest cover in Ecuador's, uh, in the rainforests of Ecuador's Upano Valley. Uh, and it came to life through laser mapping technology. And this technology has actually revolutionized um, uh, uh, archaeology, revealed settlements that existed at least 2,500 years ago, more than a millennia older than what we uh, know of current Amazonian society. And even more uh, surprisingly, we saw that these communities were actually quite urbanized with thriving agricultural industries. Finally, then, you are bringing us the winner of a rather unusual competition, Deep Tea, the world's ugliest lawn. Yeah, a woman from Tasmania has uh, picked up this prize, Sharon, for the world's ugliest lawn. It's a competition run. Uh, it's a Swedish competition aiming to celebrate uh, ugly lawns around the world in the, the whole idea being to promote, for instance, water-saving techniques and environmentally friendly practices when it comes to lawns. This woman uh, has her own lawn full of large holes and small scrub. Uh, it's littered with food sources for chickens and echidna and bandicoots. Uh, she's lived in the area with no access to water mains, so the water she collects goes for more important things, hence why her lawn is so scrappy looking. Uh, it gives hope to all of us who have sad looking lawns. Uh, you might one day win a prize. Sure. Deep tea, thank you so much for that. That's Deep Tea Laurent with our press review. Do stay with us for more world news on France 24.